0: 19th of uh, July 2018. Finally, I'm back on the rails. Uh No high-speed... Wait. Yes, high-speed railway mileage at 350 kilometers per hour for July. That must have been the very first day, so I'm good to go. The idea is, of course, every month that China runs, high-speed services at 350 kilometers per hour as long as I'm in the country. I just, you know... Travel on one of them because it makes sense. It's accelerating to be on the world's fastest train, and it, there's a lot of other reasons as well, like why you would like to travel at 217 mph. Obviously, today, a little bit slower today, not even 217 kph on the Beijing to Kowloon Railway, where I was for next station, China. That's basically my documentary, going to all railway stations in China. And today I was in a part of Hebei, which was just south of Xingan, the Xiong'an new area, which is like northern China's response to Pudong, or the Pearl River Delta, you know, Shenzhen, Hong Kong, that kind of stuff. I'm not sure how Xiong'an is doing. Having said that, I should probably give that part of China a visit. Hebei has always been this part of uh, outside of Beijing territory, which has been, uh, I can't say neglected really, but uh, it could have seen better days. I mean, um, in 2008, it did its bit in keeping everything safe for Beijing for the Summer Olympics. Uh, Xun'an is what it should be getting now, and also Zhangjiakou for the Winter Olympics in 2022. But otherwise, Hebei, compared to magnificent Beijing, could see major improvements. To be quite honest, some parts of the province are still rather lackluster. And this is where the Northern China integration plans for Beijing, Tianjin and Hebei really need, you know, they really need a whole whole bunch of oomph. they need all that extra oomph that they could possibly find because let's you know let's think, um let me just gather my train of thought together. Let's think for a moment for northern China. It is privileged to have one nation's capital and one centrally governed municipality and one province. Basically, one plus one plus one equals three. Now, some people would say it should be larger or equal to 3 at least equal to 3 if not larger that is certainly doable because let's see let's take a look here at what beijing is missing first of all beijing is um beijing is missing a decent river okay like short you can take the moat as a very lame excuse in central in central beijing rather And you can also um, think about the two rivers we have, which are the Kunyu, which goes through the Summer Palace, and the slightly larger Grand Canal, which leaves Beijing's Tongzhou hub, headed further towards Hangzhou and uh, that part of eastern China. But having said that, it is probably going to be Tianjin, which has the H2O advantage. Because it's by a port, and I think it's one of the most—it's um, going to be one of the more busier ports in this part of northern China, if not the entire country. So, if Beijing is about politics and culture and history and uh, stuff like that, and international exchange, and Tianjin is all about sort of like the economy plus a great big port, then what's bay all about? Well, for a long time, the city of Beijing has been saying, well. Now that we've got the integration plans together, all of northern China in the Jingjingji region, which is what they're actually calling the whole thing, they basically need just one nation's capital, just one major port plus a few extras, and then all these things that don't really belong to Beijing, like for example, the uh, wholesale slash distribution markets, um they're moving them towards Herbei. Basically, they're getting the stuff that Beijing doesn't want and dumping it in Hebei, which doesn't sound very nice, obviously. And that could be to the detriment of people living in the capital as well, who now need to travel a few extra couple dozen, if not close to a 100 miles, just to get the stuff that they pretty much got next door. So that's been rather controversial. And, um... But, I mean, think about it this way. Herbei used to be close to this place where nothing really happened and so therefore moving things out from Beijing to Hebei would be beneficial to the province itself even if it doesn't exactly mean that it might be you know very beneficial or very convenient to people living in the Chinese capital so think about that and you think about more a great northern China megalopolis slash conurbation in the mixing, uh, in the making rather, but also in the mixing. Why not? Than just simply, you know, three jurisdictions each for themselves. The one thing that I certainly hope can be improved though, is with regards to unified standards. Right now we're still using, or uh, I'm, you know, I'm still seeing very different standards being used each one of these three jurisdictions, public signage being a major one that I see all the time, but also others, for example, um, especially when it comes to the details, the quality of a tarmac, the maintenance of the highways, um, even in terms of a railway stations, which ones appear better groomed, and stuff like that. One of these days, when we do have a Northern China Unified Standard, that will be when the whole Jing Jing Ji thing is going to make slightly more sense. Luckily the two stations I visited today, which are Suning and Renzhou, look rather well looked after. They're two-story um, edifices on the lower level the ticketing hall, on the upper level the departures hall, so all of that certainly looks rather well maintained. That's a look at Northern China, thank you for your accompany, and until the next episode, show, whatever you like to call that, Until the next podcast.